Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hit me, big boy, and. Keep it upbeat, yeah? Not what you like. All right, yeah, I'll try it. Okay, should I do a happy one this time? Mm, yeah. Okay, do it, or is it really... Just fake it. Upbeat? Okay, just upbeat, fine. It. Hang on a minute. Fake hang on a minute. You're hang good on at that. that. Done it all your life. Yeah, hang on. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm the first one. Flats, purely for alphabetical reasons. <laughs> um, and he is the <laughs> other one. Did I just say number two? <laughs> Who do you work for, number two? Um, hiya, Tom. Hi, hi, Dave. How are you? I'm all right. It's you I worry right. about. It's you I'm worried about. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, guess where um, I've been today? My, um, guess look, where I've been today? Go on. What? Hang on a well, second. Let, let, let me ask you. What have you been up to today, fella? Well, I end up asking a lot of questions. You don't. It mostly ends up being about you, so I thought I'd get in there first. Do you know um, what? Dad has said that about me recently, and I think um, he asked too many. Like, this isn't on podcast or something. He, like, you're sitting having a sandwich, and he asks, like, he knows what size shoes my dad's got. Like, he just asks so many questions, it's mm-hmm. exhausting. But he, he said, you've got no class. You never asked me about my life. I'm like, no. but you, I never get a chance because you never, let, you never stop asking me questions. Yeah. Well, I, I do give you... I know, a bit of airtime, but it's uh, it's mostly about you. Um, it's like I feel like sometimes it's David Flatman. This is your life. Is this not? Is this podcast not about me? Um, well, anyway, look, I I set this podcast up with you on the understanding that it was mainly about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. That's true. I just what you've been up to, Tim? It is Tim, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just float back. I just float around in the background like. <laughs> Add the odd office quote. Um, do the do the editing, mate. With you. Cheers. Father Time's caught up in me, hasn't it? My eyes are going. I can't see. Yeah, I had to go for I an know. eye test, mate. Like everyone's oh, been boy. laughing at me and my family, uh, my kids and, and wife, because every time I'm trying to change the channel or see what the score is, the football or the rugby, I'm squinting. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's hurting my eyes. So. No. Went for an eye test today and. I used to wear glasses, you know, back back in the day, back in yeah, the Yeah, just had no lenses in them. Um, my name's not Uga Monye. <laughs> it's real now. Well, yeah. I wonder if they always were, but it's a, be- it's a better story if they weren't. They weren't, mate. They weren't. You could tell, you know. <laughs> if they, I think if they Don were real, used to wear fake ones. 
the thick frames he had, like Adrian Mole. You know, if they were or Penfold, <laughs> you know, his eyes would have been massive. I think more Elvis Costello. Anyway, <laughs> um, you failed your eye test. I say failed. I, I you failed f- it. Well, no, I went Do you need glasses? Eye, I went for an eye test. Because um, I had my eyes lasered 10 years ago, and it doesn't last forever. Oh. Apparently, your, eye, your eyes naturally deteriorate with age. Okay. That's what they told me. But they've, you I've pay had five ten grand, it doesn't it. last. Got it free, mate. You know, a couple of... Oh, she did, boy. 70 caps. Yeah. Well, you sure? Wrote a little article. Um couple of recommendations but yeah so uh, I am minus 0.5 in one eye minus 0.75 in the other eye and don't know what that means it means I'm short sighted alright so fine close up but right. things like watching TV and also when I've been doing comms I've been squinting like mad trying to see who what player is you know what numbers on their back is that why you keep calling Randrandra Randurandra. Yeah. Durandurandra. That's why I get that names why? wrong all the time. That's why I thought um, <laughs> Jim Botham was playing the week. No one told me on the way up from studio to Gong. Yeah. Hell of a boy. Yeah. So, be trying to. You know when Mark Durden Smith called Ken Owens Keith Owens repeatedly? He said, he said that was his eyesight. <laughs> Can you hear me still? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can he, but I can't see you. What? <laughs> I know who you are. Who are um, you? Is it like, is your, is your, who are you? Is it, is it like the Lionel Richie hello video? I can't remember is that. Like, are you like, you gonna, can you, could you like see who you're talking, can you see who you're talking to by touch? So you can like touch my face. <laughs> could you build a clay model of my head now? Because your other, your other, your other senses are heightened. <laughs> like a ninja. <laughs> if I, if, oh. If I shout out my window in Bath, do you reckon you could hear me from Penarth in Cardiff? Oh, Tommy, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> oh. Is your sense of taste, like, has it gone anti-COVID? <laughs> You've got the best sense of taste ever now. Taste, touch, smell. <laughs> Ooh. Flats hasn't showered for a couple of days. Never, st- Can't stand downwind of you now. One of the best things to come out of COVID is that you actually don't need a shower every day or twice yeah. a day. Some yep. anal people, uh, as in thorough. Yep. Um, I reckon every other day, fine. Maybe every other other day is good if you're not perspiring or you know you've you don't naturally stink. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, mm. It's a really good. It's a really saving good water, point. And saving the planet. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, if I'm not working out, I'm not showering. Basically, what you sh- you don't shower all week. I haven't showered for months. No, I don't no. need to. No, you're fine, and I know you clip your hair under your armpit as well. So, yeah, um, the girls want to do a well. um, a video of uh, for Instagram of the girls shaving my chest with clippers. Mm. They've been talking about it for a while now. Uh, okay. I've resisted. Hopefully, I can continue to resist because we don't need that, do we? Is that because you want to look a little bit more defined, you know, in the mirror, a little yeah. bit more chiselled? Yeah, it. Mm. I mean, I. I couldn't look a lot less chiselled. From the pectoral area upwards. Yeah, I'm not I'm not chiselled anywhere. Mm, um, you've good legs, mate. Calves were alright. Yeah, arms are alright. They're alright. They're not they're not shredded, boy. A little just, bit bulbous, oh. but apart from that, they're okay. They are, yeah. They're not I've never I've never had like they look of good. muscles. They look good. Two things is when your arms look good, right? One in a black T shirt and the yeah. second is when you've shaved your triceps. Then they look good. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, anyway, just before we finish on the whole glasses front, I was trying glasses on, and every time I looked in the mirror, I'd either look like Heston Blumenthal, yeah, uh, or Harry Hill. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I might even, I might reveal them this weekend on Premier Sports. We're gonna have to, aren't you? Doing a big one, mate. Big one. Roll me out for the big ones. Dragons versus Connor Friday night. Rodney Parade. Miss it, miss out. That's what I'm saying to you. Be People there or be somewhere. Now, um, if you are okay. after any Six Nations chat, um, you need to download. You ain't gonna find it here. <laughs> you need to download, tune in to our STV, ITV, STV Guinness Six Nations podcast, which is available now. Um, yeah, we videoed it and also we recorded the audio as well, so you can either watch it or you can just listen to it in your ears when you're and or know, working out doing press ups. And or there was <coughs> there were one or two. I'm I'm reluctant to call them gags, but there were one or two gags that um, our editor Big Ben has, has had to edit out just because they're a bit much for the first pod. But as the Six Nations goes, he's going to edit them back in because he said they're so good. He, I mean, they're so inappropriate. He's desperate to put them in, but he can't sneak them well, into the first five yeah. minutes of the first show. I get that a little bit when um, you know you do a bit of a an after dinner chat or a bit of public speaking. You know, I'll say something and I think it's funny, but no one laughs. But it's because I haven't warmed them up. Yep. I said, look, I haven't warmed you up yet, have I? My, it's my own fault. It's my own fault. Sorry. I remember arriving late to a dinner uh, that Bass was hosting, the Nordoff Robbins dinner at the Grosvenor and I, years ago and walked in and, and he, he didn't see me, but a few of us arrived late and got to our table sort of thing. And he said, guys, you're a bit late, but don't worry. Just to, just to catch you up, um, I've told a series of jokes that were funny in my head, but have made absolutely nobody laugh. Um, so it's gone and it's very, and everyone loved that. And you think, well, he's got away with it there. Yeah. But it's like when, when we did that, um, event together and you said I'm going to open with this gag and I said you cannot open with that gag what, four candles one not four candles no you oh. cannot open with that gag because there are working on. There, <laughs> there not not everyone in the room is from a working man's club oh. and it is too rough it is too dark you can't go there and you were like yeah fair enough anyway you stood up and did it anyway and brought the house down and I decisions, mate. I applaud you <laughs> 41 years old like yeah I mean, I, I couldn't believe you opened with that, but it was great. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, we were. Well the less we talk about that, the better. Yeah, um, it was a bad night for you so in the end. I've got glasses coming. I, I think they look great. You WhatsApp me a picture. I think they look really good. Um, what's news with you? Um, I mean, I had glasses before you were born. So, do you know, I want, this is uh, genuine now. It's weird you, that you've mate. got them. It's weird that you've got, you got them because I've been saying literally in the last few of days. Of course you have. I've been saying, I wish my eyes, oh, I wish I could have glasses. You're not one of these, are you? You know, just can't let me be happy. Can't let no. me be different. <laughs> still, I'm going to steal your lightning. Yeah. No, do you know, that's why I said the Hugh Grant thing to you on WhatsApp. If, you just, if you're going to buy glasses, just Google some pictures of Hugh Grant and whatever he's got, get those because he just looks classy all the time. Like, that's what Durders would do. So, like, <sighs> I'd get some nice, like, quite thin rimmed like tortoise shell ones and they'd be like eight thousand pounds i'll have to you know i'll have to sell my house and whatever but you can't find a pair of glasses like a hundred pound can't you can't find them they're not out no. there no actually made out of tortoise shell that's the problem yeah well either that or human nails do you um, know um 
you know, one of the oldest um, sort of form of goggles, you know, for people to see underwater were filed down tortoise shells or turtle shells. Oh, really? Yeah, they filed them down. They became slightly see-through. And, and divers who were diving for pearls or fish would uh, make goggles out of that. Just a little interesting fact, I know. Is there a punchline coming? No. Oh, right, okay. No, no, oh, right. No, no. This okay. is sensible time, mate. This is Monday night time. Cripes, okay. Yeah, Send so... Send gags for the weekend, mate. Yeah, you do. It's a premier sports, don't you? You know, you get yeah. glasses on. Um, the lads won't give you any chip, though, will they? Not me, mate. I'm like Big Lol when I walk in. Lollipop? Yeah. Does what he wants. Yeah. It's like Jogba. I just have loads of big, heavy breathing. Like yeah. Let's have it. Let's have it. Who wants that? Let's um, have it. What do you think of his hat? As soon as it came on the telly, the hat, mm. I the backwards flat cap, I shouted through uh, to my girlfriend. I said, get in here and see this. She mm. said, she walked in and said, oh my God. And I said, yeah, I know. Can you believe he's wearing it backwards? And she said, yeah, but... I mean, she's never met Lawrence. But she said, yeah, but it's Lawrence. Let's get away with it. And I said, you know what? You are bang bloody right. You are bang right. Stick him, as I said before, stick him in a field full of gorillas and they're picking nits off his head in five minutes. He's the most alpha bloke you've ever met without trying. That's why he's so alpha. And apparently, I went up to the Rico yesterday oh, through yeah. the Wasp game and, and all the BT lads yeah. told me yeah. that Bafes said to him before they went live, yeah. went on air, said, but Bafes said, by the way, mate, you've got your hats on backwards. And he said, yeah, I'm happy with it. <laughs> Bossed it, absolutely bossed it. He looked, That's what he wants. I think he looked a little bit like he just needs a pair of goggles on, like motorcycle goggles, and he could be like Dick Van Dyke um, <laughs> on Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going racing in like 1900s. <laughs> is it Steve Martin? Ga- Gary Martin is it on speed? Is it Gary Martin on? Yeah, it could be. He's yeah. on what? Oh. What? He's on speed, yeah. Um, yeah, very good. I, I enjoyed that. Um, did you watch Bristol Bath? Did you watch the game? No, look, we're going to get to the games in a bit, okay? Um, oh, God, sorry. Yeah, sorry. You're, you know, you're, you're premature again, mate. Why don't you ask me what I've been up to for once? I, I did. So Go much on. news with you. And Not a lot. Yeah. What, nothing? Doing a coat to birth tonight. Oh. Why not? Why bloody not, mate? It's Monday. How? Uh, I'm going to do it on the flames, boy. Do mm. it over the coals. Are you going to marinate um, it in? Or not, no, 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 no marinade. Just salt. I bet, yeah, I might put a little bit of oil on it just to get get the surface of it, really get it crispy, get it, get it, yeah. and then a load of a load of mould and salt, and then just bash. Straight. I'm going to put it straight on the charcoal. Mm. Then I'm going to put it. Do you off. special charcoal for that? Just good charcoal, okay. Okay. and then put it on there. Leave it for a couple of minutes each side, and then I'll take it off there and stick it in direct for ten minutes or so. What do you mean, stick it in direct? I'll come on. This is technical talk. So Thanks. people won't understand. Okay, so if you've got like a big flat grill, mm-hmm. then you don't want the whole base underneath it mm. full covered in charcoal. You almost want, if you've basically got a tray in front of you, you want almost half of it with burning burning coals in it and half of it just empty. So directly over the coals, direct heat, that will cause a lot of flare and it'll give you a nice sear and it'll give you a nice flamey flame grilled finish mm-hmm. but you can't cook a big piece of meat over that because it'll just burn it before it's cooked on the inside so you move it away from the coals so technically it's not over any heat at all but because the coals are right next to it it still gets very very hot and cooks okay 
Um, we you know that. Well, like, yeah, I knew that, but you know, this, this isn't about me listening to the pod. It's about the millions of people that download every week. Yeah, I got so I got this Commando Joe that I'll do it on. I've got heat deflectors in that, so I just mm. put a heat deflector in and stick it above that. But I've um, for the first time last week, I thought to myself because it's quite big. I've got the classic three, the Commando Joe. It's quite big. For the first time last week, I thought. I want to do this piece of meat and all these vegetables and I've got this piece of meat and I've got two trays and there's yeah. not enough room. Oh. So I'm going to get a big Joe. Are you? I'm going to get a big one, yeah. That's it's about sponsored. 14 feet across. Sponsored. No, not sponsored, oh, no. Okay, oh, nice. I'm going to get one because I want one and I deserve it because I've done seven days work in the last four years. So Worked hard, boy. Four months. You've worked hard. I have, yeah, flat out. I'm going to get one. I, I might bottle it, but... Luckily, I don't think you can just go on the website and order it. I think you have to like ring a supplier or something. So I was like, that stopped me earlier. I would have had one by now. I ordered a Concept 2 bike the other day. Oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah. I did. Um, Got it yet? No, because it doesn't come for like, oh, I don't know, eight to ten weeks. I didn't say that. Like when I went on the, um, online, it said in stock. So I thought, oh, here it comes. Um, but no, so I cancelled it now. I'm going to have back to square one. I really want one though. Oh, I just can't like on my assault bike, mate. I can't do like a forty-minute cycle or an hour cycle. It's just too hard. I can literally do like a, a minute max on it, and I got to get off. So yeah. I do circuits on it, but I just want something that I'm not. I'm not going to get into the old Zwift or logging in online and having a chat with everyone and cycling. Uh, but You've got enough mates, haven't you? Yeah, I just want something to do for like 40 minutes. Maybe put like Shit's Creek on or something on yep. uh, on the iPad. A couple of episodes yep. of that. Yeah. Um, you want a steady state cruiser. Mm, mm. Mm. So if anyone yeah. knows any websites that have got them in stock, tweet me. Let me know, all right? I'm keen. Okay. I'm really yeah. keen. Yeah, I might pass on that. If you don't mind. Cardio equipment at home. No, thanks. Right, let's get our predictions in for this weekend's game. Uh, Tommy, you're playing the Guinness Pint Predictor on the Match Pint app again this year, aren't you? Big time, big, big, big time I am. Yeah, um, you're actually, you're a great guy. Um, you're kind to the elderly and you're great with animals, but you are terrible at predictions, true or false? False. I predicted that Donald Trump would uh, be POTUS. And yeah, you did, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, um, But look, we'll see who's laughing come March. Okay, so remind us how it works, please, boy. Simple. Simple, all you've got to do is download the free match point app, predict who's going to win each match and by how many points, and you just climb the league and you can win some great, some decent, great, brilliant prizes in the process. I thought um, you won three pints of beer, three mm. pints of Guinness. Is that not happening anymore? Uh, I knew you'd pick that up. Well, three pints in pubs are certainly off the table now for oh, obvious yeah. reasons. Um, so Match Pint and Guinness have teamed up to offer the overall winner of each round the ultimate Guinness game day bundle. It's fabulous. It includes everything you need for the perfect day in front of your TV, as well as signed shirts and match balls. Yeah, and what about our downloaders, our download listeners have you got anything extra special for them tommy oh yeah never forget them mate um whoever wins my prediction league will get a pair of tickets to watch a home nation of their choice in the 2022 guinness six nations just enter the code shanks when you join the game shanks Mm. so not flats okay great uh makes sense um so tell us your predictions for this week then boy so everyone knows basically how not to go 
what you got for Italy against France? Talk to me. Me, I am going France by 21 points. 21 points. Mm -hmm. You're crazy. Um, I'm commentating on that game, by the way, so I I can't openly make a prediction on that. um, But I I say France by 25. Mm. Um, England, Scotland, fella. Well, this game, mate, it's going to be punchy. I'm going to go England by 18 points. That is completely disrespectful. That's not. That's not. You don't respect Stuart Hogg. <laughs> Who? You don't rate him. Who? You don't rate him. Finally, um, oh God, there's no point in asking you this. Mm. Um, Wales v Ireland, let me guess, Wales by 40. 50. Uh, no, I'm going Wales by four sure. points. It's going to be a close one. It's going to be a close one. All right. Yeah. I am. Um, look, good luck to you. I wish you all the, wish you all the dick best. Um, I look forward to checking in with you and hearing mm. how many random punters from their armchairs that you've got no respect for are beating you. Well, look, you know, I'm going to win in my league. I'm going to win. There's no doubt about that because I'm that good. I'm that hot at predicting. Um, but it can still mm. be fun for other people. You know, I've set the bar so high and that is the problem, you know, because my predictions are so good because I know so much about rugby. I'm like the oracle of rugby. But, mm. you know, I need people to keep challenging me. You know, otherwise I just get complacent. So, are you one of those bosses that one of those like bosses and like spiritual leaders that says I want to be challenged, but you actually don't? Um, yeah, they're too good. They're not coming anywhere near me. If you disagree with me, guys, just say so. If you want to challenge something, challenge it. Don't. I'll have you sacked. Look, as long as I finish above Jim Hamilton, Andy Goode, Nolly, Nolly, yeah, L.J. Jones, yeah, Pano. Yeah, Payno, Alex Payne. Yeah, what does he know? But you don't respect any of those people, so to lose to them would be a nightmare for you, wouldn't you know, it? Uh, you know, I'd probably give it all up, mate, and go live on a commune. You'd have to. Mm. You'd have to go underground, wouldn't you? Yeah, but might be I mean, losing now. to losing to any actual ex players is like a nightmare for you because of your ego and like the grand slams and kudos. stuff. But actually, kudos. But actually, losing to Payno, losing to Alex Payne would be doubly bad because he's not one of us, you know. He's cleverer than us. He's polished. He's got no long-term pain through a career in rugby. He's a professional talker. And if the thing is, the problem with him is he's bright and he does his research. And yeah. that is what but mate, that's what you find threatening about him. It's not water polo, you know, or he's a master at. This is rugby, all right? So leave it to the big boys. Anyway, you know, I'm, I'm a different person with glasses on anyway, you know, far more educated. Yeah. You're like Clark Kent, aren't you? Yeah, far, far more articulate. Anyway, um, yeah, all you've got to do is type in Shanks, okay? Download the free yeah, fine. Match app. Fine. Good luck. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What time it is, Flats? Rugger time. Go on then. This is what people tune in for. It's not. That is. It's not. No, it's not. You're right. Can we look? Can we not? We don't have to do every game, do we? Because um, yeah, I've already done I them all. Do for every the highlight show. I want to do every game because I'm not seeing much rugby this weekend. Bristol Bath. The problem with me is when it leads into uh, Six Nations week, I just switch off domestically. Yeah, I know. You're all about. You're a Test match animal. More about Grand Slams, mate. <laughs> Um, go on then, hit me with it. Bristol Bath. Oh my God, Bristol were amazing. Uh, Bath really bad. Talk to me about Johan Lloyd, please. Not involved. Johan Lloyd. In he got squad. he got a little knock after about fifty minutes and went off. But oh man, he looks so good. He got nailed to knock on his did he? feet. Yeah, he got nailed to cocked. Um, he's so good. I love watching him play. He's so natural. He's fast. He's properly fast. He's mm. got great acceleration. He looks free when he plays. He looks like he's got loads of time on the ball. A bit like Marcus Smith. Um, I think he's great. I think he's really, really, really good. And I'm pumped he plays for Bristol because I get to watch him a lot. I don't want him to go back to Wales. I have a guess what his dad's first name is. Lloyd. (laughs) (laughs) No. I have another one. (laughs) Yoan. Leon. No. (laughs) No, it's not. Is it really? No, it's Byron, mate. Did I say Henry? Byron. Don't see many Byrons around. I've got an uncle Byron, um, but no, it's Byron. There's a company, there's a few. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so, written by Ron. I uh, Yeah, Bristol were amazing. I mean, you could just list the players who were brilliant. Randrandra, obviously. Mm. Piers O'Connor was... Ra- Piers O'Connor was better than Randrandra over the course of the 80 minutes. He was that good. He was just class, I thought. Really? Um, yeah, he was really, really good. And a year in at nine was brilliant. Was he like Phil Dorman against Randrandra? You know, when he just had him in his pocket. Remember that his po- well, no, Piers O'Connor was playing next to him. In the same team. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like just I know what you mean. Yeah, just tucked him up. Yeah. Yeah. Out um, but yeah, so What about your beloved short, Bath, the, mate? What happened? Um I'm neutral boy, you know that. Mm. Bath Get your jersey off then. Shall I just say it? Mm. Shall I just say what crap. I think? Um yeah, but we we've all played in crap teams, mate. We've all played mm. in good teams that have been crap on a Friday night or a Saturday or Sunday. That, that happens. What I would say to you is this the defence was I mean, shockingly bad. Bristol, 
made 865 metres ball in hand. I have never heard a statistic like that. That is unreal. So they were very good. Bath very poor. Bath missed 43 tackles. Wowzer. I mean, that is something else. So they got absolutely pumped. Missed tackles, you want to keep under 10, like. <laughs> yeah, 10 or under, exactly right. So oh, yeah. if... so. They got, their defence was really poor, disjointed. Um, Randrandra went through a gap that was just, I mean, it, I said on the TV, it's on in a minute actually, but it, they, they basically, the Falatau moved up quite fast out wide and pushed him back in, but it pushed him back in through an open gate because no yeah. one made, got anywhere near him. I mean, so that was, that was and the, Andy Urin's try was just all, you know, the, down the mm. blind side was almost like touch. The first Piatau try, which was a beauty, but... They're all over the place. You've got Priestland in no man's land. And these things happen when you're trying to fix things, you know. But it's not there. The cohesion wasn't there. The trust wasn't there. They look like a lot of it, good individual players not coming together at all. Whereas Bristol looked like a lot, quite a lot of better individuals coming together brilliantly. So it was a perfect storm, really. Mm. Um, in attack, let me say this to you. Bath got to the semi-finals last season, as you know. And they got taken apart in the semi-final by Exeter. Exeter, very, very good, obviously. But I thought one of the main reasons they got taken apart was because suddenly their pack wasn't able to bully the opposition pack. Now, that happens to all packs. Mm. Um, but they weren't able to bully them. So you think, well, what's left? What's behind that? Then you watch Bath go up to Leicester a few weeks ago and they got this you know, great pack, but Genge and Cole took them apart. And suddenly they look nowhere near as threatening. I think while their attack looked okay second half of last season, looked where they scored enough points, it was almost like they profited off the back of this really, really dominant forward pack, which any team would profit from. But that almost can paper over the cracks because I think the attack is, to say it's non-existent is too aggressive because it's not. They've scored some nice tries, but not many. And I think the... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. It's reasonably punchy. I've, I've, so it's, it's half six where we're recording, when we're recording now, Monday night, guys. And at seven o'clock, the highlights show is on. And Durders and I did a couple of different versions of chats after the Bath game because we didn't know how much time we were going to be allowed. So we did a two minute, a two and a half and a three, roughly. So I don't know which big one's difference. going to come. It's a big difference, yeah. So I think, I think their attack has not looked brilliant since it was um, consistently brilliant since you had... Stringer at nine, Ford at 10, Kyle Eastman at 12. That was when it looked amazing. And since then, it hasn't really. And I think Gervin Dempsey, and I say this gently, no, not gently, it's not gentle. I say it thinking I could be wrong on this, but I think he has made no difference, no improvement. I'm not up for people getting, you should sack him, sack him, sack him. I think he's been there quite a long time. He's got tons of caps to play with. And I see nothing from the Bath back line that offers any real surprises. Well, you are threat. saying sack him, aren't you? Basically, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm. I think they should. I mean, because or 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 Jonathan Joseph's actually not very good, and I don't quite buy that because he's got a load of caps. He's a brilliant defender. His defence wasn't good Friday night, but everyone has an off day. He very rarely has them. He's quick. He's got nice feet. He's got lovely skills. He's tough. He's durable. Cameron Redpath is brilliant. Should have started. Don't care if he's with Scotland. He should start. Um, Spencer, you can't argue with. They're, I think they're going to change their fly half for next season. But you've got, you bet Anthony Watson hasn't, wasn't playing and he's he's just bloody wonderful, to be honest, every time, pretty much every time he gets the ball because he just fights so hard. But you don't see Rocco, you don't see Thokken a singer, you don't see McConaughey, you don't see Joseph in attack. Are they all suddenly not very good or are not very good at getting them the ball repeatedly in good positions? I think their attack is 
nowhere near where it needs to be to realistically challenge for the title. And they got to the semi-final because they kicked lots of points, defend well and had a big set piece, which is great. But it doesn't consistently win you titles and big games. So they just looked miles, miles off it. And I think their attack needs complete re-reboot. Re- there you go. That was the five-minute version. So you've got the one, yeah. the two, the <laughs> three. Or you, or you and can, the eight. Or the five, yeah. <laughs> and the eight. Do you feel better now? Do you feel better? No, not really. All right. No. I actually, hate, I actually hate the whole they should sack him. I hate it. And I hate myself for saying it. And I'm not saying they should sack him. But no, he is the no, attack coach. The attack so is words. really poor. What should What should they do? Do they change the whole playing t- Do they change the whole playing roster? No. I think the the coaching, you know, if your scrum's rubbish, if your rubbish is too aggressive, if your scrum is struggling constantly, 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 then you either change all your type five players or you get a new scrum coach. And that's the thing, you know, accountability. The attacks just isn't good. How long has Gervin Dempsey been there? Uh, What would it be? A couple of seasons? Yeah, but you sort of look at Bath and you're right. Like I like watching Bath when they're attacking with Ford, 10, Eastman 12, Joseph 13, but that hasn't been for years though, has it? No, but no, but they've but but they haven't been a brilliant attacking team since then. They've only had one really good season, which was the second half of last season where they got to a semi final. But really, and they of course they scored some nice highs, but really that was about a forward pack generating with massive physical dominance, brilliantly coached by Neil Hatley, who I've watched him coach and he was good, and I've heard reports that he's just brilliant coach. So the four pack gets better and better, and they win you territory and points. Yeah, I've just I've just given myself a massive uppercut there because I just I've just teed you up for for more chat then on, on Bath. You know, it's a ten minute chat now. It's my own fault. It's my own fault. Um, but it's good. Uh, do you, it's do you agree with me or not? Um, yeah, I I don't watch them as as closely as you, but yeah, you look at was it last week they lost to um, was it Wasps? Yeah, Wasps put like fifty points on them. Bristol put 48 points on them. Um, at least last week they scored tries. This week they were just humiliated defensively. They, from the bits I've seen, were just in ones and twos absolutely everywhere. No one was yeah. defending like units, um, like centres or, or your 9-10. It was just disjointed everywhere. But yeah, I I agree with you. I think Bath five, six years ago were far better um, attacking mm. team. And Eastman and, yeah. and Ford, I think, were were the key to that because you've got two quality ball players. Um, but it's it's not just happened though, Flats this year. It's happened progressively since those sort sort of combinations are lost. It's not like uh, last year they were brilliant. Yeah. So you sort of you want to see improvement, but it seems to just there seems to be no improvement um, basically. Yeah, and but I think you you set up. Is that is that sometimes a case of having a pattern that's going forward? Mind, you know, if you know you it's swap, handy, isn't it? Yeah, you, you, you know, you could swap. You could have any ten basically playing behind Bristol Pack that is just tearing you apart and putting you on the front foot. Um, but yeah, it's what you do. Yeah, it's, and it's not. Yeah, exactly. You can't. Um, but it's you know if you if you look at. I always think, you know, like Northampton have got a load of what you'd call high-end talent in the back line. Yeah. But the way they play shows you that they, they've signed those guys for a reason. Um, and Exeter Chiefs have got, okay, a lot of them are homegrown, but they've got a lot of money in that back line. They've got a lot of ballers in that back line. And the way they play 
means they're touching the ball all the time. And there's yeah. so many touches on the ball. You watch Bath and you think, if you just look, I've got no idea what anyone earns at Bath and I don't care. But you look at who gets paid a lot of money, there'll be a lot of outside backs getting paid a lot of money, but they don't play the game mm. that promotes Anthony Watson hitting the line at pace. Like I, wa- yeah. I went to watch um, Was Quinns yesterday and the first play Quinns put on was Mike Brown on an overs line, wicked flat pass from Marcus Smith. And, great pass. And Brownie skinned Malachi Fekatoa on the outside. Yeah. Say what you want about Brownie. Like, he's he's not the fastest fullback in the world, but he's not slow, and he's been quality the last couple of seasons. And I'm at, I just think, why is Anthony Watson not on an overs line getting put outside Malachi Fekatoa? He would score if he went outside him. He's that quick. You might as well just have our average club players playing those positions because they're not getting the ball in the right situations. Anyway, um, you mentioned Northampton. Northampton beat Gloucester 31-26. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. It's a good game, actually. Mm. Um, enjoyed it. it <clears throat> Gloucester just look, you know, like, because they're bottom of the league and you know when you're really struggling for confidence, it's like, right, Willie Hines is back. That's great news. He played pretty, played really well, Willie Hines, but he, he can only play 50 minutes because he's been injured for so long. And Lloyd Evans is playing 10 since Cipriani left. He's been playing really well. He got a knock and had to go off. You're like, right, that doesn't help because <laughs> they got very little depth. Then they took off Fraser Balmain mm. about 50 minutes in or whatever. And I was like, mm. I think respectfully, there's such a gulf between the first and second choice tighthead there on the day that it's a risk taking him off. And the set piece just disintegrated in the last quarter of the game. And you think that's, I realise that's tough, but it, it it is true. And it gives Northampton a real physical edge in the last 20, last 20 minutes, which which you don't want to give him, especially at home. I'd have left the big fella on. Um, yeah. It made a big difference, but you know when you're low on confidence and the opposition make a break or they put a few phases together, you, one thing that happens is your defence gets narrower and narrower and narrower because you're not, you don't trust the people around you enough to just relax into your spacings. Mm. So three tries Northampton ran in basically unopposed, mm. you know, or close to unopposed, and you think that's mm, just it's hard work for Gloucester because they just weren't confident enough to basically retain their width and back each other to defend properly yeah yeah um did you know the ospreys beat connor over in galway yeah i did it's a good win that um reese webb scored a couple of nice tries not in the welsh squad so it's always the case isn't it you know you're, you're not selected you have a, uh, a point to prove you're gonna have a good game it's like when you're playing against your old club you're always gonna win man yeah. of the match of that you just probably subconsciously try a little bit harder um, George North was really good again Kieran Williams at 12 um, been raving about him recently you like the look of him don't you nugget of a bloke mate makes some really good breaks makes loads of breaks you know he's you're going to get one or two line breaks off him every single game and that's how good probably nice. needs to little, work a little bit on his distribution game still but that will come with a little bit of experience do you think that's because he's always been such a potent runner that he's that's kind of just no, I strongest don't. kid in school type stuff. Yeah, maybe, maybe when he's young, you know, you make a break and you might potentially be able to finish it off. But you know, when you move up the levels and you move up age grades, you know, you make the break, you're not going to be able to finish him off every single time now. So I think maybe he needs to work a little bit on his distribution, maybe his vision. Um, George North is really good again. Um, he's playing he's, great, and he's on really good form ever yeah. since Wales picked him at thirteen. Um, you like him at 13, don't you? I think it was for the England game. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, really do. Um, Leinster you like him. absolutely hammered the Scarlets. 52 yeah. points to 25. Just quality team. Um, 
Bron Driscoll put a tweet about Harry Byrne at 10. Looks the real deal. Um, really good player. Really. What's Brian know? Really create. No, not much, mate. Do you know what I mean? No, I think someone told him to put it out there. It's oh. like, Emma, you know, he's I like messy, Dar- isn't I reckon he? Gordon Darcy told him to put a tweet out there. Yeah, Brian, you'll look knowledgeable if you say this. Like, mm-hmm. mate, Bod's, Drico's like blooming messy, mate. It's just when it comes that easily, how much do you actually need to know about the game? You know, it's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. People like me that had to graft and had no talent, mate. The game understanding, no, you're, you're right. He knows a bit. Yeah. Uh, Max O'Reilly looked really good at 15 as well. Great feet on him, but they're just quality, mate. Just absolutely dominate Scarlet. So I don't know what's going to happen at the moment. Scarlet's aren't doing particularly well, not scoring many tries. Here's a um, question for you Sam on Costello, quickly. Sorry, just oh, sorry, Sam Costello looks pretty decent at 10, um, but it's difficult really all the way through that game when you're just constantly on the back foot. You know, Leinster just quality. You know, they're like Exeter, sort of five, mm. ten metres out. Go on. Any relation to Victor? Um, son. Costello. Okay. Um, Reese Webb. So, mm. Wayne Pivak says he needs to work on his pace, which is sound, doesn't exactly sound like a quick fix. Nope. International level. But like on our Six Nations pod, as Dwayne Peel said, that Wales are blessed with nine, so it's almost like whoever they pick is a top player. They're very lucky at the moment. But I, I, I can't think that I've watched Reese Webb ever and thought he's not quick enough. Um, is he just in in comparison with the other guys? He's lacking a yard or what? I wouldn't. I mean, you I don't think have he's to class be class player. You don't have to be that quick to play nine. You got to be. Um, you've got to be sharp off the mark. You know, you're not asking to finish off tries 40 metres out, but you've got to be sharp around the base. You've got to be quick to rucks, um, which is more of a fitness thing than anything. But I don't think pure speed comes into it. And I look, if you're if you're a Cobus Reinhardt, that's brilliant. You know, you can, you can make the break and just, you know, gas the 15 to score. But no, you, you've just got to have acceleration. You know, look at someone like Danny Kerr. You know, you put him yeah. in a 60 metre sprint against... A lot of other nines, he's probably not going to win that. But you put him in a sprint over 15, 20 metres, he'd be up there. It's the sharpest. So, yeah, don't yeah. know. But okay. there are some quality nines. He was good. Mine at the weekend. Danny Kerr, yeah. Marcus Smith, they were good. Yeah. Marlow's so good. Yeah. Marcus Smith, I love him, mate. He's mm. one of my favourites. I love his hair as well. Yeah. He's like an I've 80s heard, rocker. <coughs> I heard, um, I mean, everyone's heard the rumour that Bath are going big for him. No idea if it's true, but... Yeah. That is, um, I reckon if you could pick someone to sign, mm. he would be, and you've got the, the list of outside backs that Bath have got, Yeah, he would be the guy, well, I reckon. He's like one of these players, and people say a lot, it's mostly about the real, decent, world-class players. You can build a team around him. He's that good. He really is. You chuck him oh, in, and then it sort of redefines how you attack, how you play yeah. the game, and then you... You sign players to compliment him. Um, but anyway, that got rugby heavy. Um, should we leave it there? Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm all right with that. Are you? Yeah, that'll do us. Um, make sure you dinner, tune boy? in to the ITV Six Nations pod, hear everything. Oh, yeah, do that. Guinness what are you Six having Nations for dinner? Uh, had it already. I uh, cooked a chilli. You already had it? Oh, yeah, oh, put a week early because the little one. But yeah, what are you having? Oh, you've already said cooked a bird. My kids were having steak at about half eight. Is that not good? Is that not good parenting? Yeah, one hundred and one, mate. I convinced um, I convinced one of my younger girl that she should have one vegetarian day a week. Doesn't need to eat meat every day. 
And she's like, yeah, maybe I should start today. I was like, I think it's a really good idea knowing that we've got Coke de Berth and I want more of it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to eat on its own, mate. It's too yeah, exactly. easy. Anyway, you take care, all right? Well done, boy. Look, keep going, all right? You're a great guy. Uh, keep working out. People like scenes, you, mate. Looking I, great. People like you, all right? So keep doing what you're doing. Keep, keep getting pats on the back. Well done. Yeah, and people, do you know what, mate? People feel a bit uneasy around you, but that is not a reason to change who you are. No. Can't, mate. It's ingrained. Okay, just just be authentic, all right? For once. Okay. Bye. Cheers, Jim. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.